Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. 10 Different Ways to Start Investing with Just $1,000. That is today's show. This is the College Investor Audio Show. Welcome aboard. Let's get started. You've likely heard that investing is important. You've probably heard that investing is the best way to grow your money over time. But what exactly is investing and how do you get started? According to the dictionary, here's the definition of investing. Investing. To expend money with the expectation of achieving profit or material result by putting it into financial instruments, shares, property, or by using it to develop a commercial venture. Basically, the goal of investing is to commit money and in return, that money will grow. However, investing involves risk. Whenever you're not holding your money in your own bank account, there's a risk of loss. With some investments, the risk is low. With others, it's very high. The higher the risk, the more you'd better potentially earn to take that risk. You can honestly get started investing with any amount, even five bucks. However, if you invest just $5, it's tough to have any options that grow your money. And even seeing a 100% return on your investment will only grow that $5 into $10. While impressive, it's still not a lot of money. So let's talk about ways to start investing with $1,000. $1,000 is a good amount to start with because you'll minimize fees while still being able to see a, a decent dollar value return. Here's some ways to start investing. 1. Stocks, Mutual Funds, ETFs The most traditional way to start investing is to invest in equities. Stocks, mutual funds of stocks, or ETFs made up of stocks. This is what you hear about on the nightly news. The stock market goes up or down. The reason most people think that equities are the way to go is because stocks have an average of 7% return over the last 60 years. That's much higher than other investments, while also being less risky. However, the risk still exists, and investing in individual stocks is risky because that single company can go out of business. That's why it's important to look for these three things. 1. A diversified portfolio, mutual fund, or ETF to invest in that minimizes risk. 2. Low fees or no fees to invest or open your account. 3. The lowest expense ratio on your mutual fund or ETF possible. If you want to start investing, we recommend opening a Roth or traditional IRA at M1 Finance. M1 Finance is one of the first truly free investing platforms. You can build your entire portfolio and invest for free. And by the way, we have a review of M1 Finance and a bunch of other choices for brokerage companies at thecollegeinvestor.com. Here is the second way of the 10, bonds and treasury securities. So the next most common way to start investing is by investing in debt. That sounds scary, but that's what bonds are, and they are incredibly common. You might have received savings bonds when you were a child, and savings bonds are investments in debt issued by the U.S. government. You can think of investing in bonds as lending money to the government or a corporation, and in exchange, they pay you interest. Treasury bonds are very safe in that they are backed up by the U.S. government. They also pay very little to hold them. <laughs> Corporate bonds pay more interest, but they are more risky because just like stocks, the company could go bankrupt. 
There are a lot of ways to invest in bonds and treasury securities, but the two most common ways to invest are 1. Directly through the U.S. Treasury at Treasury Direct, and 2. Through your brokerage, either by purchasing individual bonds or more commonly by investing in a bond mutual fund or ETF. Here's the third way to start investing. Invest with a robo-advisor. If number one and two sound a little bit confusing for you, then investing with a robo-advisor might be a good choice. A robo-advisor is an investment management firm that automatically allocates your investments between stock and bond ETFs. Unlike a traditional financial advisor, computer software does much of the work. The result? More automation, less fees, and easier to access your money if you need it. The most popular robo-advisors are Wealthfront. You can start investing here for as little as 500 bucks, and they charge $0 in fees on your first 5000 when you sign up with a referral link through the College Investor, by the way. And Betterment is another option, too. You can start investing here with as little as $100, but they charge 0.35% up to your first $10,000 with auto deposit, or $3 a month without auto deposit. Here's the fourth way to get started, stock options. Stock options are a riskier way to invest in the stock market, because unlike actual stocks, these are contracts that allow you the ability to buy or sell a stock. You can buy calls, which are options that expect a stock to rise in price, or puts, which expect a stock to fall in price. Investing in options can get very complicated because you can create various spreads that allow you to target certain prices and events on a stock. At the same time, options are very popular because you can invest in stock options with very little money and you can see large returns. If you're considering investing in st with stock options, we highly recommend TD Ameritrade to get started. They have an options platform called Thinkorswim which is one of the best options trading platforms available to investors at no additional cost. Number five of the 10 ways is real estate. Real estate is definitely a popular way to start investing, but historically, you've had to have a lot of money to get started. Property's pretty expensive. However, in the last several years, a new way to invest in real estate has emerged that has lowered the bar to entry to just $1,000. Crowdfunded real estate allows you to join other investors to pool your money to invest in a property, very similar to peer-to-peer -peer lending. The great thing about this is that there are low minimums. Depending on the platform you use, you can invest as little as $1,000 and be an owner in a property. Also, you don't have to be an accredited investor to get started either. Anyone can do it. We recommend the following for investing in crowdfunded real estate. Fundrise. Fundrise is a great real estate investment trust that allows you to invest in a basket of real properties for as little as 500 bucks. It's a great way to get started with some exposure to real estate. You can check out Fundrise at thecollegeinvestor.com. Realty Mogul is another one. It offers investors a variety of properties to choose from, including residential, mixed use, commercial, and retail. They don't charge their investors fees. Instead, placing that burden on the property holders. Investors can start seeing a return just a few weeks after the project is funded. If you're curious about some more options, we compared a ton, like all of the major real estate crowdfunding sites at thecollegeinvestor.com. Number six, precious metals. 
Another way to start investing is to invest in precious metals. Investing in gold and similar metals gets a very mixed review. Some people are strong believers in it, while others are very anti-precious metals. Both views have some merit. The argument for investing in precious metals is that metals are tangible and hold their value. Those against investing in gold and precious metals argue that gold has no commercial value and it doesn't pay dividends. It's basically a rock that sits in a safe somewhere and you're hoping others will pay more for it than you did. So what do the facts say? Over the past 30 years, the price of gold has risen 335%. At the same time, the Dow Jones Industrial Average has risen 1,255%, almost four times more. As you can see, it's not a bad place to park your money, but you won't earn as much as stocks over the long run. As such, gold should be viewed more speculative. You're counting on people to panic and the price of gold to rise. Just keep that in mind. So where do you invest in gold and precious metals? Well, the most common ways are buying a gold or precious metals ETF at your brokerage, buying physical gold like gold coins directly from the U.S. Mint, or buying from gold and precious metal brokerage like Appmex. Here's number seven on the list, commodities. Commodities are tangible items that you can invest in through futures. For example, common commodities to invest are oil and natural gas and agricultural products like corn, cattle, soybeans, and more. When you invest in commodities, you're counting on supply and demand to drive the price of the commodity higher than you paid for it. You typically purchase a future contract which sets the price. If the market price is higher than your future contract, you're making money. The most common way for investors to invest in commodities with just $1,000 is through ETFs or ETNs. These are traded on the stock market. So we have a list, of course, of ETFs and ETNs that invest in commodities. Cryptocurrencies also fall into this space. You could look at buying Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, or countless other altcoins. There's a lot of them. Number eight on the list here lending money to others. Hmm. Another popular way to invest a thousand bucks is to lend it. Yeah, this can be risky because now you're not just counting on companies, but you're counting on individuals to pay you back with interest. But there are platforms that allow you to do this very easily. And by spreading out small loans of just $25, you can minimize the risk of default. This probably shouldn't be the first way to invest but it's a good option once you have a solid portfolio going. The two most popular platforms to lend money to others are Prosper. You can start lending out just $25 to others based on a variety of criteria. Lending Club, may have heard of that one, the larger of the two, and it's pretty much our favorite as a CD alternative. And that leads us to our next one, Certificates of Deposit, or CDs. They are some of the oldest ways to invest very safe investments, but offer much lower returns than other investment options. CDs are offered by banks in a similar fashion to bonds. You agree to lend your bank money for a set period of time, and they will pay you a flat interest rate on the loan. The two most common ways to invest in CDs are through your bank or credit union directly. You typically open a new account for the CD or through a brokerage that has affiliations with multiple banks and credit unions across the country. This can typically earn you a higher return because you're shopping around a bit. 
We maintain a list of the best CD rates at thecollegeinvestor.com. Our favorite one of the moment is CIT Bank. All right, 10th on the list, collectibles. <laughs> a much less common way to invest, but still viable if done right. Investing in collectibles. This is one of those areas that's extremely high risk, but could potentially be extremely high reward. Collectibles can include everything from art to coins to comic books and chicken nuggets in the shape of your favorite celebrity and more. Almost anything can be a collectible if it's rare and other people want it, of course. Some of my favorite random collectible items include vintage beer cans, old antique medical devices, and vintage typewriters. Think American Pickers for that type of stuff. If you're considering getting started in investing in collectibles, make sure you do a lot of homework and get educated first. This is also an area where there are a lot of investing scams. Boy, it's important to remember this. That collectible investment gains are taxed at a much higher rate than other investments, which is your ordinary income tax rate, not the special 20% for capital gains. Where to buy collectibles just kind of depends on the item. You can kind of go online like eBay, search around, see if you can get a good deal, or high-end auction houses like Christie's. Here's a reminder about the different ways to start investing. There are a lot of ways, actually, to get started. Now, we covered most of the major ways to get started with just a thousand bucks. If you have a little bit more money, it opens up way more investment options. However, most of them are just variations of the things we talked about today. The important thing to remember with all of these different ways to start investing is that you still need to do your homework and be educated about whatever you invest in. You should know why you're investing and what to expect. If you're looking to learn how to get started investing, consider checking out our free Investing 101 online course and all the other really amazing resources that we talked about today. Everything is found and a whole lot more at thecollegeinvestor.com. Thanks again for stopping by today and we'll talk to you again very soon.